Hey, it's March 21st, 2016, and this is episode number 10. So grab your crystal skull, come on over and join us in The queue. Welcome to The Queue, a show that's 95% Disney parks and 5% archaeology. I'm Ryan. And I'm Scott. All right, Scott. So, I'm going to be going back to Disney World. Of in, course you are. <laughs> in, in two weeks. In two weeks, I'll be there. And there's been a, uh, a ruckus, a muck on Instagram. So, our friend Lex, the Pixie Traveler on Instagram, recently with some friends shared the baked Alaska, which is the ginormous dessert at the boathouse at Disney Springs. Yes, I've had it before and it is pretty dang amazing. It's what I hear and I have yet to have it. So, you know me, I am able to put down a lot of food. I have no full sensor in my body, so I can just That's the word on the street. Yeah, I mean, if you've seen my snaps, you know all I do is eat. So, I saw Lex post this Instagram and she's like, oh, you need at least like seven people to eat this. And I was like, Psh. is that what Lex sounds like? In, in I think head. her voice is a little higher. In, in my <laughs> mind, that's what she sounds like. Um, and so I was like, Psh, girl, come on. I can easily eat at least a fourth, maybe even a third of that by myself. I got this. And so now there's this kind of bet going on. So the plan is when I go to Walt Disney World in two weeks, her, her husband, myself, and I'm opening up the invitation. If you are at Walt Disney World and you're listening to me right now, you are welcome to come with us to partake in this challenge, this bet. And the deal is, if I finish whatever we agree upon, then the party will pay for this baked Alaska, which if there's a lot of people, it's just it's one yeah. less person. I don't have to worry about it. So it's like, that's really not a bad deal. But- Because if there's like 40 people- Yeah, you know, right? Then it's just like one less dollar. A, yeah, a dollar. <laughs> one more dollar. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if I fail to meet the requirements, then I am paying for the entire thing. And that's that's $40. So if you, let's say you have to eat half of this thing and there's 40 people there, that means 40 people have to share half of it. That's not very fair, Ryan. It's kind of selfish of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Be amused. You, you have amusement. That's what you have at me oh, stuffing myself. Yeah. So, so 40 people go hungry. So, so what we need to figure out here is the actual details of this. So what Lex and I were talking about is it should be after we eat dinner and then I eat a fourth of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fourth or a third. That is to be determined. Uh, we're, we're saying a fourth. If I can go for a third of it, cool. I'm going I'm to keep going. That's what I'm pushed towards. Or I'm thinking, what if I just go in not eating dinner and eat half of it? Mm. So maybe we should... What do you think? And that sounds like a stomach ache waiting to happen. <laughs> I'm willing to take take one for the team, Scott. Because Ryan, I, I, all right. So the pictures might not do it justice. I'm showing you right here. The things about this tall. That's, that's like a over a foot. It's it's somewhere in that. And it's range. it's got good girth at the bottom too. Yeah, it's probably about that round. Okay. So you know, it's, I don't know, six, seven, eight inches anywhere yeah. in there. It's pretty big. I got it. So ah, a lot of stuff going on there. <laughs> <laughs> so what should we do? Should should I go in no dinner and go for half? I say full dinner, one third. Full dinner, one third. Of baked Alaska. All right. And what, do you, what do you think, listeners? Tweet us. <laughs> we want to know what you think. And like I said, if you're in Walt Disney World, uh, the date is to be determined right now, but I will be there from April 1st to April 3rd. If you were there, then let's arrange a time when we can all go to the boathouse and take this baked Alaska challenge and watch me endure. So you too can dine with Ryan, Lex, and her husband. Matt. 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 <laughs> Matt is amazing, by the way. Matt doesn't get enough credit. Lex, Matt is awesome. Yes. He's, he is my, he's one of my favorite dudes. There you go. <laughs> all Sounds right. like a fun dinner. All right, Scott. So I think we should jump to some news because there is a plenty. Let's talk about what's new. What's new, Mickey Mouse? Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Scott, it is news time. Yeah. And I had the world's greatest news, probably the best news of the year, at least in my opinion. Yes. Yes. Archaeology, the man himself, Indiana freaking Jones is coming back. Crystal Skull Part 2. Uh, no. <laughs> We're going to try and stay away from that. But yes. You like how I threw that in the yeah, beginning? Yeah. Crystal Skull. Yeah. Because yeah. that's your favorite indie movie. Uh, no. No, that's what you've told me. No. Yep. Nope. Pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure you I had saw your, your little crystal skull on. thing at your apartment because you're like, oh my gosh, I love this movie. I'm gonna buy all well, the accessory I love things. All things <laughs> indie. So I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't hate it, but it's my least favorite. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there are definitely some great parts about it. But then there are a lot of not great parts. Anyway, Shia LaBeouf will be in the new movie. I am sorry, but I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, he, Shia. He's he's gone down a different path these days. Yeah, an interesting one to <laughs> say the least. Anyways, the biggest news about this, other than just a fifth Indiana Jones coming, which is amazing, is that Harrison Ford is still in it. Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg have both announced and agreed that they are in. Indiana Jones 5, Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford. I don't want to like speak anything over him, but if the man can make it, he is old and he is very accident prone. Hey, he, was, he was doing some running in episode 7. Yes, but for some reason, every movie he's on, he like breaks something or if he like, you know, crashes planes. He just like. That's very true. So, I don't know what it is about him. Producers Kathleen Kennedy. And Frank Marshall, Kathleen Kennedy, also associated with Star, Star Wars, Wars, are involved. The set date that I saw is July 19th, 2019. Yes, sir. So, Scott, look at this. We've away. got Rogue One coming up in Episode 8, then supposedly Star Wars Land in 2018. Ah, supposedly. maybe. <laughs> I highly doubt that. But And then 2019, Indiana Jones 5. Scott, the next several years are so freaking bright. They are huge for Disney. They are doing some amazing things. And I I love Star Wars, yes, but honestly, Indiana Jones is my favorite franchise, and I would love to see this kindle up a new fire that would bring more indie into the parks. I want them to bring the Indiana Jones ride yes. to Disney World. Yes. That ride is over 20 years old, and it is still I know. It blew, amazing. Blew my mind. I saw that it recently celebrated its 20th yeah. anniversary at Disneyland. How crazy is that? Yeah. So I would love to see more of that. I would love to go to Paris so I can ride their roller coaster. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. All right, Scott. So there's a lot of news. What do you got? All right. So we'll go through some of these pretty quick. Yep. So this is kind of following up on a past topic we've discussed. Um, it's about, you know, when you use your three fast passes, we talked about how you can get a fourth one. I believe that was a trip tip we had one week. Correct. But you have to go to a kiosk to do it. Not anymore, because Disney is introducing a way for you to create that fourth pass, fourth fast pass. For, yeah, fourth fast <laughs> pass a lot of from in there. the My Disney Experience app. Nice. That's very cool. Be, uh, so you will no longer have saver. to go to the kiosks. You will no have to. You will no longer have to wait in line to not wait in line. <laughs> <laughs> I've never gotten actually a fourth fast pass just because I'm I'm good. I don't really need it. But this now I probably will. Now that I can just do it on my phone. Very so cool. well, what do you got? The dates and times have been listed for the Star Wars live stage show at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I saw them doing some construction. Yeah. And whatnot, setting up um, the new stage too, temporary so, stage. I'm reading that the all new live show that brings iconic Star Wars moments to life is opening April 4th, 2016. So that is right around the corner. Very awesome. Yeah. And uh, it looks like show times for the first day up until April 9th are 11.30 a.m., 1.30 p.m., 2.30 p.m., 4.30 p.m., and 5.30 p.m. So five shows. Pretty good times, middle of the day. I'm excited. Have to check that out. A little bummed that I'll be there just before, just before it starts. It, yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll be back not long after that. Yeah, that's the game plan. You got anything, Scott? Yes. Epcot is testing their premium parking this weekend. Um, it, they're testing it from. That's right. So we're recording this Friday and it's going through this weekend. And basically, what this means is you can pay $35 
and get the premium parking up front and center is at that, Epcot. Is that $35 in addition to the $20 you're already paying? No. Okay, it's just a flat $35. From my understanding, yes. Because also, if you have an annual pass, it's only $15 uh, extra okay. to get that premium parking. That's so I pay fifteen bucks. Yeah, mine. we have annual passes. Or you could walk. Yeah. Well, if you're parking at Epcot, <laughs> yeah, or ride a tram. It's not a far walk. No, I'd say the only place that would probably be worth it would be Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I I concur. What do you got? There have been new digital screens put up in It's a Small World, and this has been something that they've been planning pretty much ever since they started implementing Magic Bands. So the idea being, if you've ever been to Universal Studios, Hollywood, or well, once upon a time ago in Hollywood, but still in Orlando. Uh, you want to talk about the E.T. ride? Yeah, at the end of the ride, <laughs> E.T. says, Bye, Scott, bye. Bye, Ryan. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and so this is the idea with the magic bands in It's a Small World. So it's still not like... I've, I've heard that they're still working the kinks out. It's a little bit delayed, but the idea is that it links up with your uh, My Disney account. And on the these screens it'll say your name and it'll be a little bit more interactive so i think that's pretty pretty neat some people are a little bit concerned that it's more like big brother that disney's getting into your account and then like i don't know i welcome big brother yeah (laughs) i got nothing to hide i yeah we're cool (laughs) cool Uh, that'll be cool all right scott i have a story about SeaWorld. they're ending their orca breeding program for those of you who we're not a fan. So, well, speaking of whales and animals, Disney has revealed uh, the details about the After Dark Kilimanjaro safaris at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So, as we've been talking about with the new show at Animal Kingdom happening late at night, that begs the question what else is going to be going on? Animal Kingdom's always closed pretty early. So, how are they going to make this transition? Well, obviously, they're going to have a Kilimanjaro safaris. Uh, after after dark. Super excited to see this. Yeah, and so apparently the, the transition between daytime and nighttime experiences will not be formally announced on a daily basis. And on top of that, the ride vehicles will utilize more exterior lights. Obviously, it's dark, so you're going to need to see the animals somehow. Uh, so during these excursions, they're going to be using these lights after dusk, and there will also be special lighting added throughout um, Does it the talk safaris. about the uh, light panel? wall that they're building. Did you see that? Uh, I have not seen that. Yeah, apparently there's like this light, giant light panel wall thing that they're building. Interesting. Where they're going to be able to, from what I've read, I don't know if this is a rumor or what, but I can't remember, but basically it's going to simulate like a sunset on that like safari. That would be amazing. Yeah. So I hope that's true, and I hope that is what they're doing. Maybe someone out there can confirm it I'm, for me. I'm seeing that right here, actually, in this uh, oh, you do article. Have uh, special lighting will be added to the attraction's landscape that will give the illusion of a sunset yep, as night settles in. And also, it says flash photography will be strictly prohibited. Pretty much every dark Disney ride or yeah. attraction that's the, you want animals given. freaking out with random flashes yeah, going on exactly. at night. <laughs> They're already going to be startled with these things in their faces, anyways. Uh, it has also been reported that these vehicles will travel in an altered route during the night and make cool. longer stops after the attraction transitions to nighttime operations, bringing a dramatic increase in ambience to the already stunning experience. Other attractions at the Animal Kingdom, such as the Maharaja Jungle Trek, Wilderness Explorers, uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch, etc., etc., will continue to close at sunset. Um, so that's, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Animal Kingdom, Kilimanjaro Safari is cool. Woo! All right. That's going to be awesome. I'm going to breeze through a couple more things before we move on to today's topic. Scott, I noticed that you showed me that Disney came out with a, a mobile game. Heck yeah. I forgot to talk about that. And tell me about this because <laughs> I have yet to play it, but you have been loving it. Yes. I have been playing Magic Kingdoms, and it's like if you've ever played. So you have it on your iPhone. I do, yes. I'm checking on it right now. Um, if you've ever played like little bit of roller coaster tycoon that you can build stuff a little bit of it's kind of like have you ever played the simpsons game yes so it's like a lot like that too where you can like build little things and um like you have to keep checking back on it like Mm -hmm. certain you know you build up your coins or whatever yeah like that too coaster tycoon so it's like a hybrid (laughs) between those those kind of things so pretty awesome i mean it's exciting to to have something like this. I mean, I know this kind of game format is really popular right now. And so. the app is free. It is free. Which is great. It has in-app purchase and stuff. Free is my favorite number, by the way. 
Free. Yeah. Free's not a number, right? It's my favorite number. <laughs> All right. So, so what I'm going to do... Check it out. What I'm going to do now is just do a lightning round of news. Lightning round. Just things that are honorable mentions but deserve somewhat of a mention. So, Frozen 2 is beginning production soon. Kristen Bell has talked about it. She uh, has seen this story and she says she loves it. So there you go, Frozen fans. Star Tours in Disneyland Paris was still the original Star Tours with Captain Rex, voiced by Pee Wee Herman. And they recently, just a couple of days ago, closed that version and are prepping for this. The Adventures Continues, which we've had in the States for years now. I know, so. a long time ago. <laughs> so France is catching up. I know there are a lot of fans of Disney pins. Scott, we've yes. heard that they are making updates to these pins, correct? Yes, they are. Do you know anything about this? I know they're consolidating them. They've, I think now there are currently six different pins, I believe, and they're going to four, from my understanding. Is that, is that what you have? I think so. I just know that when Emily and I were down there in December and we got engaged down there, we really wanted the just engaged pin. Yeah, I remember But it was that. like a freaking like <laughs> hunt we had to go on to find this thing. We had like ended up, I think we ended up getting them at the Contemporary Resort after checking at several different places. Uh, but because now they just give you the uh, I'm celebrating pin yeah. and then they write just engaged on it. Mm. I'm like, I don't want that. I want the real deal. So, <laughs> so we found it. What I'm seeing here is currently there are six main buttons and then they are going to four. Yep. Okay, cool. So happy birthday is still happy birthday, but they're updating the look. I'm celebrating. Still, I'm celebrating. Updating look. First visit. Still same, just updating the look. The happily ever after, happy anniversary, and just married are all going into one happily ever after. So new pins. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I like the designs. They look cool. Yeah. Scott, I know we were talking about this before, but the Haunted Mansion may be showing up in your mailbox. Yes. Yes, it might. Not my mailbox. No. <laughs> but someone's mailbox. Yes. So Disney is launching a new interactive Haunted Mansion, quote unquote, scare package subscription service is $199. So nearly $200 for three monthly shipments. So according to the Ghost Relations Department website, your scare packages will be filled with unique, possibly haunted artifacts, each one a key to unlocking secret and special powers, and each box unfolds a chapter in a new Haunted Mansion adventure. Subscriptions are limited to $999. (laughs) Happy, I mean, U.S. residents, and an iPhone is required. The Phantom Radio iPhone app makes your iPhone particularly sensitive to the haunted artifacts you will receive in your subscription. Using the app, you can unlock new aspects of your objects and connect with ghosts of the Haunted Mansion. Subscribers will receive their first package at the end of March 2016. So, if you love the Haunted Mansion and you've got got an extra $200 to spare, there you go. Boom. There's only 999 happy subscribers or haunts. (laughs) Disney is about to open up two... Disney-inspired food kiosks at Disney Springs and Walt Disney World. There is the B.B. Wolf's Sausage Co. and the Aristo Crepes. See what they did there? So I see what they did there. Disney characters inspiring food. It's kind of it's kind of weird though. You got B.B. Wolf's inspired by the Big Bad Wolf Sausage yeah. Co. So are those pork sausages? Did he? Uh, hmm. Sketchy. Did he, did he have victory over the three little pigs? Apparently he did, Ryan. Guess so, and he's making business at Disney Springs. (laughs) (laughs) In non-related Disney news, to meet the 5%, the Reign of Kong ride vehicles have been revealed, and they are trackless. Ooh, ah. Ooh. Well, according in in the script, you have one of three drivers, but the the vehicles are driverless. So, uh, and also in relations to Universal, the toothsome chocolate factory Emporium. This is going to be awesome. Has been revealed for I'm excited City about this Walk. One. Yeah, it's done in a steampunk style, and it's this huge glorified. I almost think of Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Yeah, looking definitely. at the artwork, I mean, it's steampunk, so it's kind of like the Tim Burton Charlie and Chocolate Factory kind of vibe. Did you see the pictures of the drinks that they're going to have? I'm looking at the pictures right now, and I am pretty much salivating and I'm about to fall over from wanting all this goodness. They've got sundaes, milkshakes, ice cream, chocolate. Oh my gosh, Scott. Whoa. uh, Okay, I'll I'll tease you a little bit. Chocolate times five, an explosion of chocolate with chocolate spirals, chunks, ice cream, and whipped cream. 
Oh, these are milkshakes, by the way. So I'll read you these milkshakes. That was a milkshake. You've got the bacon brittle, a fun twist on a breakfast favorite with bacon ice cream. Bacon brittle, chocolate covered bacon and bacon caramel. So much bacon in this milkshake. Espresso buzz, a coffee lover's dream with coffee ice cream and chocolate covered beans. That sounds amazing. Red velvet, a milkshake topped with a red velvet cupcake. Enough said. Huh. And then key lime pie. Not for me. We've taken a classic Florida dessert and turned it into a delicious shake. You'll even get a slice of pie on top. Well, if you like key lime pie, then they got a shake for you. But I want chocolate or... Bacon. Um, <laughs> I would try that, though. It does sound good. I think that's all the news we got. I think that's it. All right. from Leesburg, Virginia, and I just wanted to call in and say that I love your show, and I just wanted to do a voice impersonation of Stitch. Hi, I'm Stitcher. Let's and fluffy. Bye. Thanks. Well, that was just about the cutest thing oh I've ever gosh. heard. Oh, my gosh. Scott, I'm, I'm melting my heart. Madeline, thank you so much for calling in. And leaving us that message, that was awesome. And we really appreciate you listening. You are leading the way. You know what? You're my favorite so far. That's it. All the other voice impersonations were trash. Yours is the best. Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just putting them down. (laughs) I'm I'm just sorry. Madeline's our favorite, guys. So if you you want to top that, try. Call us. Come on. I dare you. I dare you. It's a challenge. And that was this week's Listener Voice. Impersonation! All right, Scott. This week, we're going to have some fun. Yeah, I like fun. Fun is always great. (laughs) So, rather than just a topic we're going to discuss, I have created a little game for us to play. Ooh, game. Yes, and I have titled it Is it mythical or is it magical? Magic, 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 magic. Oh, you know Disney's all about the magic, so it is. Basically, this is a glorified is it true or is it false? Is it mythical? Is it a myth? Or is it magical? Is it Disney magic? Interesting. Yes. So I've got a list of questions here. I've got 15 questions with a bonus 16th question. All right. Let's do this. So I'm just going to ask you, and you're going to tell me what you think. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Question number one. If you can dream it, you can do it. Was famously said by Walt Disney. Is this mythical or is this magical? Magical. Well, Scott, you indeed are wrong. Oh. This is actually (laughs) so misquoted to be from Walt Disney, but it is not. Okay. I feel like, okay, in my defense, I f- swear you see this on posters. You do. Like, all over the place. <laughs> you, you do, but... By Disney. Okay, but here's the thing. This quote obviously is popular. Most of us think it's from Walt Disney. However, I'm going to read you this. Imagineer Tom Fitzgerald had this to say to legendary Disney historian Dave Smith. He says, quote, I am very familiar with that line because I wrote it. It was written specifically for the Horizons attraction at Epcot and used in numerous ways from dialogue in the ride to graphics. I find it amusing that the Science of Imagineering DVD series attributes it to Walt Disney, but I guess it should be flattered, unquote. So, so that's what Tom Fitzgerald had to say. He wrote it, and so he wrote, he wrote it for Horizons. well after Walt had already passed away. Exactly. Interesting. But somehow, I guess maybe it was because of these this Science of Imagineering DVD series they attributed it yeah. to Walt Disney, but it's not. So huh. Tom, Tom Fitzgerald, originator of If You Can Dream It, You Can Do It. Well, I think they should uh, change some posters. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that was a good one. Number two. All right. Hopefully I'll get this one. So we've heard this all over the interwebs. If you are around the characters Woody, Jesse, and you yell, Andy's coming. I know this They one. will immediately stop what they're doing, drop to the ground. Because Andy's coming. They don't want to be caught alive. Is this mythical or is this magical? Both. Because, <laughs> am I right? Yes, okay. you are indeed correct. <laughs> because Was that the trick question? Were you trying to get me off with that? 
Uh, it was just a question. Okay. <laughs> Throwing me off. <laughs> so uh, from my understanding, this was a thing at one point. Yes. Maybe it only happened once. Maybe it happened a couple times. Mm-hmm. But because of safety things, this no longer happens. And now they, the, if you say it, a ca- the cast, the character attendant will say, Andy's off to off at college. Or like, <laughs> right? I love that. Do you have that part? Uh, or did I teach you something? You taught me something. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're doing it's this. first. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, it was true. But of course, the internet ruined it. Yeah, because it so all, became this huge thing, popular thing. Yeah. <laughs> and and the main reasoning, honestly, those costumes are expensive. Yeah, they can't be, can't be on, the on the ground, getting rips, getting holes, getting dirties all the time. Disney's got a budget; they got to stay in it. And so. I can't tell you, I we've been in line, or I've heard this rumor in the parks. I've been in line waiting with Emily for Woody and Jesse mm-hmm. and like a random lady said, like came up to us and was like, you know, if you say blah, blah, like, <laughs> this will happen. And we're like, she listen was, here, lady. She just read surface level internet, not deep down internet. That is not true. <laughs> uh, Be gone. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you for teaching me something, Scott. We, you know, that's, that's what we're all about. We teach, we teach each other. We're here we for each other. People. We help each other out. And we hope we're helping you out. That's the point of this show. Number three. My favorite number. It's a good number. It's the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> Finland once banned Donald Duck because he doesn't wear pants. Finland. The entire country. Finland. So I should know this because my fiance Emily, their family's from, or their heritage is from Finland. They are. From they are the, from Finland. From the they have family in Finland. Finland. Oh, man. I feel like this has to be true. It's, it's it's magical because it's just so random. <laughs> so I'm going to say magical. You are incorrect. Dang it. <laughs> but you're close. It's, that was another country, it's, wasn't it? Uh, it's close. So it's false, but it has roots in a true story. So it started in Helsinki when a local politician proposed that the cash-strapped city could save a little money if they stopped purchasing Donald Duck comics for youth centers. The measure passed easily... But when the same politician ran for higher office, the story was blown out of proportion. The unfortunate candidate was accused of banning Donald Duck outright. Despite the (laughs) candidate's repeated attempt to set the record straight, the story stuck and cost him the race. The story, and a similar one from another Finnish town, became further exaggerated overseas where it gained added fictional details such as Donald's lack of pants and uncertain marital status. Ironically, the Donald Duck comics are extremely popular in Finland, which I can attribute to this because where I work, one of my co-workers, his name is Jacob, Jacob Blank. If you're listening to this, Jacob, hi. He's originally from Poland. Hi, Jacob. And (laughs) he loves Donald Duck comics. Yes. I knew this about Jacob as well. (laughs) Big fan. So, Donald Duck comics, huge. Finland, Poland. There you go. So, there you go. It has roots in truth, but ultimately mythical. That was a good one. Number four. If you gobble like a turkey... At the Disney parks, at a food stand where they sell turkey legs, they will give you a free turkey leg. <laughs> have you ever heard this? No, I've not heard this one. This has to be mythical, or it was mad. It may be like the Toy Story thing. It was, it was true at one point, maybe. But I'm, I'm gonna go mythical because they can't be handing out free turkey legs, and this would be all over the internet. Yeah, you would think so. But according to my research, it's magical. There's no way. Yeah. Well, it, okay. It's magical, but it touches on what you're talking about. They can't just be giving turkey legs away. So it's not like you can just walk up, gobble, and they give you a free turkey leg. It's, here's, here's what it says. It's like on a cast member to cast member basis. Kind of. <laughs> they have to select you, and they select one person an hour. So if you're lucky and, oh. you, and you happen to mention it, then someone in your party may be selected if a turkey leg hasn't already been given out that hour. This and has have, to be done. I have seen video evidence on YouTube. Man, that's pretty cool. So someone out there, I want you to like film video this. us. Send and, it to us. And, yeah, send this to us. That would be amazing to see. That's awesome that they do that. Very cool. So I like that go. one. Gobble for a turkey I'm leg. not doing very well in this game. Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> Which reminds me, we're, we're not keeping score. Should we be keeping score? I'm one in three. Okay, you're keeping score? That was number four, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. So if you only got one, right? <laughs> All right. Yes. Let's Not keep, doing so keep great. score. Scott won game three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number five. The Casablanca plane in 
Hollywood Studios. Great movie ride. The Lockhead Electra 12 plane that is seen in the Casablanca scene is the actual one used in the movie. Oh, man. Is this mythical or magical? Mythical. Well, Scott, you got yourself a point. Yeah! It indeed is <laughs> mythical. <laughs> so... It can't possibly be the same plane. You want to know why? it's half of a plane, isn't it? Well, there's that. <laughs> but the plane in the movie actually wasn't a real plane. Oh. Ah. However, yeah, so the one in the movie was a combination of a half size and a quarter size model. Movie magic. magic oh, magic, cool. Magic, magic. We all we know about That's movie magic. Movie. That's what we do. Have you seen Casablanca? It's on my to see ah. list. I have a huge list of Man. movies that you think I would have seen that I don't. And it is a good That's at movie. the top of it. Yeah. I might watch that movie tonight. Why not? <laughs> I'll, I'll stay over then. <laughs> but check this out. Check this out. The, uh, the Disney plane, the one in the great movie ride, actually is a real plane. However, it's only the front half. Do you know where the back half is? This isn't part of the game, but just... In a wall somewhere. Nope. <laughs> where? It is in the Jungle Cruise. Ah. Yeah, you saw it crash, right? You see the back half on the Jungle Cruise. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I like that. There you go. First, the front half, great movie ride. Back half, Jungle Cruise. Very cool. All right, Scott. So you're two, two and three. Two and three. All right. Question number six. Disneyland Skyway was closed in 1994 because a guest fell out of the car and died. Sorry to turn a grim on you. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to go... I mean, you would think, right? That's a good reason to close a ride. Because someone... I'm going to go mythical. Well, Scott, it would appear that you got yourself another point. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) So, a man did fall from the Skyway in April 1994. However, he did not die. He landed in a tree. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. The victim later admitted that he had climbed out of the car. So he didn't even fall. He climbed out of it. What the heck is this guy trying to do? People are people, you know what I mean? Oh, man. What an <laughs> idiot. The Skyway was shut down for purely economic reasons. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Something. I, and that would have been a fun ride. And we talked about that yeah. before. That would have been a cool did attraction we to go on. In our, uh, we did. On yeah. The uh, extinct attractions. Yeah. Yep. That's right, because we were talking about the drones. Yes, <laughs> because I told you there is. You were like, "Oh, you That's can't right. be in a drone." Scott and later I texted you like a couple days later. Apparently, like, they now have a drone that can occupy someone inside of it. So it's basically a mini helicopter with four blades. Octocopter. No, well, that's they, eight. they've got <laughs> <laughs> Scott's quadcopter. Excuse me. Well, they do have those army helicopters with two two blades. Yeah, but that's not like drone size. This one's like tiny. Yeah, that's true. All right. So, so, so what's the score now? Three and three. Ooh, all right. Scott's climbing up. All right. Question number seven. Yeah. So we all know the Matterhorn in Disneyland is a ginormous, not really ginormous, but big fake mountain. It's, it's not a real mountain. Sorry to kill the illusion there. <laughs> but there contains a basketball court on the inside of the Matterhorn. Is this mythical or is this magical? This is magical, and that basketball court was there because they used to have the rock climbers on the outside of the Matterhorn, and when they would take their breaks, they would have something to do inside. You, sir, are correct. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> I know things. <laughs> yes. So uh, the upper third of the structure was empty and was used as, a, like you said, rest area for the cast members. <sighs> One of those cast members just decided to install a single hoop. I'm good. So... It, some people have, <laughs> some people have believed that this basketball hoop was installed to help with local zoning laws. So the zoning laws naturally restrict the height of buildings, which is why uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle isn't as tall as Cinderella's Castle, just because of zoning in California. Um, however, zoning laws uh, don't affect the buildings of sports facilities. So people have believed that they put a basketball hoop in there just to get by zoning laws. However, that is not real. It's it's purely just someone put up a hoop. (laughs) Do you know why Cinderella's Castle is, I want to say it's under, just under 200 feet tall? Something around there. I do not know. It's just under a certain height. Mm -hmm. Do you know why? Because of the zoning laws? Because if it was any higher, 
it, for my, if this is what I've read a while ago, so I hope this is still true. <laughs> because if it was any higher, they would have had to put one of those uh, lights, those flashing red lights, on top yes. of it to warn. I think, I think I've heard that as well. So and they, you don't want they that. did it just under that mm. specified height, so they wouldn't have yeah, to have that those blinking flashing light on top red, of it. Flashing red lights are for airplanes to see. It's yeah. just a, a safety thing. I think that you have to have if you're over a certain height. And yeah, that would totally kill the illusion. But I mean, there's a no-fly zone over. Over Disney World. Hey man, so they should have been able to sometimes just keep there's that thing going that up. You just can't, you can't pass. You can't say no. Scott, you have taken the lead. Four and three. Four and Crushing three. it. All right. Well, these questions are about to get a little bit harder. Oh, all right. Maybe somewhere. I feel like for you would be pretty easy. Number eight. Disney uses cats to keep rodents under control. This is mythical. Ooh. I'm sorry, it's actually magical. Is it really? I knew that Disneyland had a lot of cats. I didn't think they well, were like... Disney World, at least, at night. In Disney World, it's home to around 200 cats. What? That are let loose to keep down the rodent population. Are you sure about this? Well, I got this from the internet. We all know the internet's <laughs> true. They, they, so you're saying they purposefully let out the cats? Yep. I want somebody to, to verify this, not just the internet. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Please I mean, do, because I, I, I honestly, I, I, ma- I made this, and I pulled all this information with diligent research on the interwebs, and uh, I still kind of have my reserves on this one. Because, you know, I know Disneyland has a special Instagram, like Cats of Disneyland. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Yep. And so, like, I just figured, like, cats like to hang out at Disneyland. You know, why not? It's an awesome place. I mean, I have heard this before. I've never heard that about Disney World, so... Yeah. Man, that's that's pretty crazy I, if that's true. I'm I'm pretty sure it is, because I've heard it before, and I found it on the internet. <laughs> and the internet's always yeah, true. But I've never heard anyone talk about some storage facility of cats because my fiance magic, would man. want that job. <laughs> I'm telling you, she would be all about yeah, that. Yeah, I work at Disney World. Oh, what's your what's your what's your role? Oh, I'm, I'm a cat the, wrangler. I'm the cat manager. <laughs> I manage the cats. So that means they'd have to not only let these cats loose at night, but they have to go and catch <laughs> yes. these cats, Ryan. Yes, that would be the hard part. But we all know that Disney's really good at training animals. They train the horses not to be spooked and strolling down the streets and whatnot. So let's say they has to verify this. They have like this cat collar, this certain frequency that cats can hear. When they hear it, they know it's time to go home. So if you have this job or if you know someone who has this job, and if they're hiring, let me know because my fiance (laughs) will absolutely (laughs) apply for that job. That's like, that would be, that's amazing if that's true. <laughs> All right, Scott, All you right. are tied four and four. Wait, what? Are, I thought I'm four you, and you guessed that five was question now. eight, and you guessed mythical, but it was magical. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. On question four four. seven, you were four and three. Yep. All right, four and four. All right, number nine. There are smells pumped into the air on Main Street. Mythical or magical? This is magical. You sir are correct. <laughs> yes, devices called smellalizers. Yes are hidden in the parks to maintain a pleasant smell in the air. Examples of this include... Main Street Bakery. Exactly. And the Salty Sea, Pirates of the Caribbean. Also, you might recognize some some smoky smells in Spaceship Earth when burning is burning. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually a really common thing that more places other than Disney actually do as well. Mm-hmm. So That's it's, awesome. It's very common. And I love that they do that. Yeah, absolutely. I am huge when it comes to smells. Anyone who knows me, I have an air freshener at all times in my car that I maintain. I have two in my apartment. I have one in my office. I am always making sure I smell good. I am very sensitive to smells. So when something smells good, I appreciate like my it. my Polynesian candle I had yeah. burning oh, when you entered the room. Yeah, and I immediately <sighs> noticed it and was taken aback at the glory. <laughs> so thank you for blessing me. <laughs> Five and four. All right, Scott. Staying up ahead. there. Staying ahead. All right, question number 10. So you're walking through Adventureland in in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. We all know the spitting camel next to Aladdin's magic carpet ride. So there's a person controlling this camel, controlling where the camel spits to hit you with its spit. Is this mythical or is this magical? This is mythical. Uh, you're wrong. No, <laughs> you're lying right now. You're lying to me. I am indeed telling the truth. This is magical. What? The magic carpet ride, as we all know, has this giant goldenish camel that spits water at passing guests. However, this is not powered by an electric machine. Someone is paid to sit near the camel, and when they no. think they can hit <laughs> park goers, 
they'll command the camel to spit. That's crazy. Really. I want someone else to verify. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel about Not the same I way I do you, about Ryan. this one with the cat one. <laughs> I think it's true. I found it on the internet on a reliable source. <laughs> And I can see it because the yeah. camel's the camel doesn't spit at night. This one's more probable that? than the cats. So, <laughs> but how cool would that be? I get paid to have on, a camel, camel duty spit people. <laughs> that's what awesome. are you doing today, Joe? Huh? I got camel duty. That's awesome. I, just, I hope that's true. Just spitting on people. Man, some five and five. Are you? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Because you got the smellalizer, but you got this one wrong. Five. Ooh, this is ooh, neck and neck, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so at Walt Disney World, you can find the best flavored gum in Goofy's Candy Co. at Disney Springs. This is mythical because there's no gum on Disney property. I tricked property. you, and you didn't get tricked. <laughs> I attempted to. <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to get you with this one. You did get me. <laughs> you, sir, are Ungetable. so correct. Yes, and you gave gave away the reasoning. Yes, there is no gum. No to gum be on sold. Disney property. That's right. That is why you don't often find it stuck anywhere. You don't even find it at the gas station outside of the Magic Kingdom. Ah. It's not even there because they do That's not amazing. allow gum on Disney property. So unless you bring your own gum and you just want to be reckless and taint Disney magic and spit <laughs> your gum out and dare put you. it on the bottom of a seat, you won't find that. It's All a right, great Scott. rule. Because you do find gum like at other amusement parks like everywhere. Yeah. So, so I like just, they do that. That's one of those amazing things about Disney where they are so detail-oriented to where they won't even sell gum because they want to maintain the cleansiness and not taint the experience for the guest. Boom. Props, props to Disney. Oh, sorry, Siri. 11? No, so I'm 6 and 5. Yes. All right. <sighs> Got to stay ahead. All right. In a Disney park, there is never a trash can more than 30 steps away. I legitimately was just thinking about this question because of the gum because thing. Because we were talking about the cleanliness and This whatnot. is magical. You, sir, are correct. Because <laughs> when Disneyland opened, Walt would see where trash would pile up mm-hmm. as people were just kind of like hanging yep. out, gathering and stuff. And it was basically, he'd find like little trash piles every 25, 30 feet or whatever it was. And that's where he decided to put trash cans in that spacing. Yep. Is that right? That's Am I right? pretty much exactly what I have written. Allegedly, <sighs> Walt Disney himself, allegedly. So we can't prove this for sure. But well, we've both heard it, so he at least went, that's good. He went, <laughs> well, according to this, he went to other theme parks oh, okay. and watched how long people held on to trash before they dropped it on the ground and found that it was roughly around 30 steps or so. And I also have evidence to back this. My mom, uh, when she was working, she's retired now. Um, she had uh, she worked for the government, but she had this opportunity to be trained by a Your mom's di- a CIA spy, right? Uh, was ex spy. <laughs> um, uh, they got uh, a class or a course taught by Imagineers, and this Imagineer actually said yes that they will watch and survey people and see how long it takes before they drop trash. Or Disney goes out of their way to study these things to make surveys, which again is why Disney's amazing. They're so detail-oriented. They're gonna go out of the way and study people how long it takes them to drop trash. So awesome, love it. So seven and five. There we go, Scott, you're climbing, you're climbing the ladder, the Disney magical ladder. Woo! Scott, there are no bathrooms located in the Magic Kingdom's Liberty Square. Is this mythical or is this magical? Magical. You're good. You know why? <laughs> I do know why, but why don't you tell me? Because that would not be accurate to the time period of Liberty Square. You, sir, are correct. And why don't you back that fact <laughs> with the uh, iconic brown streak in the middle of Liberty Square? <laughs> yeah, so I, this is one of the things that I just loved when I went on the Keys to the Kingdom tour, when Emily and I did. This this was just like awesome. There's so many like Again, little tidbits of information. Disney so much detail. detail oriented. Amazing. So the brown that you see, it's almost like a sidewalk that goes mm. down the center. But it doesn't have like straight yeah, lines. It's kind of yeah, curvy. All over the place. That is to represent the sewage that would run through the streets because there was no indoor plumbing during those times. People would just throw their waste out the windows. The streets. And we're talking literal waste here. We are talking brown stuff. Talking about it. Also, you'll notice that none Fecal of matter. the um, shutters on the windows are straight either. Yep. Have you noticed that? You heard about that? I have. Because they used leather 
um, to like, hinges. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> they didn't have that fancy metal hinge <laughs> stuff. These were colonial times. There you go. Disney is incredible. Amazing. These subtle details are why why we love Disney. Am I right? That's right. Because they're all about it. You all know right. what? You know what else, Ryan? I'm eight and five. Boom. Scott, you're doing incredible. <laughs> you are doing magical. Doing magical. <laughs> Making magic happen. All right. We got two questions left and a bonus question. All right. Question number 14. In Frontierland, you can find a wooden leg named Smith. Ooh. Man. I've not heard of this, so I want to say mythical, but it sounds like something that would be legit. Is I'm going to go mythical. Well, I mean, that would make sense. Why on earth would there be a random wooden leg with the name <laughs> Smith in Disney World, let alone Frontierland? I mean, they used a lot of wood in the Frontier are Times, you, right? Wait, are you telling me I'm right? I'm telling you you are incorrect. Ah, <laughs> this is magical. <laughs> and here's, here's the reasoning behind it. It's a reference to Mary Poppins. In yeah. the movie, Bert says, quote, I knew a man with a wooden leg named Smith. And Uncle Albert responds, what's the what's name, the name of his leg? other leg? <laughs> there you go. Yep. And this, I believe, is in the train station. Ah. There's, a, there's a shelf up above, and it's oh, got a okay. bunch of knickknacks. And one of those knickknacks is a wooden leg. I'm going to have to look for that Smith. next time. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. All right, so I, I should have known that would have been true. <laughs> so what, what is it? Eight, eight and six? Eight and six, yeah. Don't let these two tie you. No. All right, question 15, then the bonus question. The aquarium in the seas at Epcot is so large that Magical. You, <laughs> that you can fit Spaceship Earth in it. All right, what? <laughs> Way to go, Scott. Gotcha. I need to pick harder questions. Got you or good. phrase these more trickery-like. <laughs> yes. The, Which is crazy. That, yeah, you wouldn't really... I've seen it before, and you wouldn't really... No, you would never think that. that. But yeah, may, maybe it's just their way of measuring. I don't know, but apparently you can fit Spaceship Earth in that aquarium. That's that's phenomenal. That's huge. It's so big. That is a big aquarium. That is a lake. Sorry to cut into your question. I was just excited. You, <laughs> you were excited, man. <laughs> so either way, you come out on top. Yeah. Nine and six. Because you're doing so good, I have two bonus questions Ooh, for you. All right. Extra a total of 17 questions. <laughs> on the dinosaur ride. Animal Kingdom, when you're going through the queue and you're about to ride the get on the ride vehicles, you see a lot of pipes and stuff like that. Well, there's three pipes around the queue area with chemical formulas on them, very science-like, whatnot. These formulas on the pipes are the formulas that the chem chemistry formulas for ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. Man. How is someone supposed to know this? <laughs> well, obviously, be, be an A-plus student in chemistry, like myself. Uh, Thanks, Mom. I'm going to go magical. Your instincts have served you well. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> this is correct, and here's why. So, you'll, if you actually notice, these pipes are red, yellow, and white. Ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise. Uh, the formula, indeed, is like the the uh, the chemicals, whatever um, the the chemical table thing. That <laughs> periodic table. Yeah, periodic table. Um, is that what you're thinking of? Yes. So these pipes are left over from the original McDonald's sponsorship of the ride. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. Well, good job for getting bonus question 16 now. 10 and 6. For the very last question. All right. There's Morse code when you go on the train and you're, I believe it's, uh, I know for sure at Disneyland when you're in uh, the Frontierland stop, you hear Morse code. Okay. In, in, in the, at that stop. Yep. This Morse code is saying the opening dedication speech that Walt Disney gave when Disneyland opened. Magical. Correct. Yes. <laughs> I was going to make it harder, but I couldn't uh, think of a uh, different thing. option. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this before. Yes. So Walt Disney's opening dedication speech for Disneyland. Disneyland is your land. Exactly. <laughs> you want you want to say the rest like nope. that? <laughs> no. Nope. I just tried to make it sound like an old radio How station. about this? <laughs> I will plug it right now. To all who come to this happy place, Welcome. Disneyland is your land. 
Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. So that speech that you just heard is this, and I have the Morse code as well, is this. you hear that at the train stop. So next time you're riding the train, I'm sorry, Disneyland folk, you're going to have to wait a while. <laughs> but just know, that's that's the voice of Walt that that's you're hearing awesome. in click, 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 Well, congratulations, Scott. You are the winner of Is It Mythical or Is It Magical? That was a fun game. I like that. So you have no prize other than pride. Yeah. You're the winner. Here, I'll give you this amazing Polynesian candle. That's my candle, but thank you. <laughs> it's, it's something to be proud of. <laughs> when I win, you should just let me pick one special thing from your apartment. I get to take one. <laughs> uh, okay, that'll be for the next one that I pick really hard questions for. <laughs> you get to pick one, one knickknack, one trinket uh, from your plethora. Maybe from a select pile, because there are some... St- there are a lot of expensive trinkets. <laughs> so I'll, I'll do the Hot Wheels section. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sweet. Fair enough. That was awesome. Great questions. That was fun. So it was 11 and 6, right? Yeah, 11 and 6. Way to go. Killed it. Yeah, I want to know if you guys learned anything new from this. Yeah, did you or guys? Or if you can verify any of the things that we were unsure about. Yeah, so those two, what what were they? The, the uh, cats. The cats. And, uh, man, what was the other one? The Oh, the camel. The camel. Cats and camel. Yeah. <laughs> You can verify either of those. We would love to hear about it. Are these two mythical or magical? And let us know also, did you like this? Did you have fun? Did you learn something? Because that was the point. And we hope so. You know what would be awesome? To do future episodes of this, but have people send in their mythical or magical questions. I like it. That would be amazing. Did you hear that? You just heard how to make Scott so happy that he will giggle like a little schoolgirl. Yes. <laughs> All you have to do is email. Email us a question and phrase it like a mythical or magical question. That would be fun. Ryan, give me a drum roll. It's time to announce the giveaway winner! Giveaway winner! We have a winner! Ladies and gentlemen, you all have been incredible. You have rated and reviewed. So we went incredible. From like 50 amazing rate and reviews to over 80. We have over 80. We are so close to a hundred five stars rating reviews. You guys are blowing my mind. Blowing Reading, our minds. Seriously, I have to wipe it off the table every time. Every time I read one of your reviews. Honestly, it, and I'm being genuine here, it really does touch me to hear the kind words that you're saying, whether you're just talking about Scott and I and the energy we have or the quality of the show. Honestly, they're, they're not just words to us. It really means a lot. And we not only appreciate what you say, but we appreciate you as a person and you for taking the time to listen to us, for you and taking the time to write to us. I can't thank you enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, we're so happy that we can just bring a little bit of extra Disney magic into your drive to work, into your drive to Disney or listening, wherever you are. Keeping the magic alive while you're away from the parks. Yes, so that's exactly why we Thank you guys so very much. 84 five-star reviews now. Crazy. Bam. Episode number 10. We're on episode number 10, Ryan. I feel like we've been doing this for months. (laughs) (laughs) We've been thinking about it for... That is very true. (laughs) Coming up on like a year, it feels like. We're probably past that by now. So we've got a Tomorrowland pin to give away. With one of your names on it. 
Another drum roll, Ryan. <laughs> and the winner of the Tomorrowland pin is... Jenna Hahn! Jenna Jenna! You did it! You did it! Jenna, we randomly chose someone who hashtagged the hashtag that we asked you to hashtag. I used the word hashtag too many times in a sentence. And you are... The winner. You were the one, Jenna. Thank you so much, everyone who yeah, entered. Not just Jenna, the but thank you, everyone who rated and reviewed, who followed us on Twitter, who participated by submitting the hashtag. This was so much fun for we us. We will definitely try to find another giveaway to do soon because this was very cool. Yes, we are going to do this a lot more often. That is for sure. So, Jenna Han, if you would message us your address, and we will send you your Tomorrowland pin. That's right. Free of charge. <laughs> Feel free. TheQCast at gmail.com in case you need to know. But send us an email there with your address. We'll keep that to ourselves. We won't share it. Awesome. I'll sell it to the highest bidder. <laughs> Just well, kidding. Well, Ryan, it's that time. It is that time. This that was time. so much fun, Scott. I'm, it was fun. Very fun podcast. I don't podcast. want to say goodbye. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Not, it's not goodbye. We'll see be you back later. soon. It's see you later. See, it's see you real soon. See you real soon. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening this week. Throwing it to you, Ryan. Throwing it. <laughs> it's me throwing it to you. Well, what I wanted to say was that I just wanted to thank everyone real quick for participating in last week's Q&A show. Oh, yes. Yes. That is, it is important. <laughs> Lots of thanking yes. to the people. We are so appreciative of this episode. But seriously, thank you for sending in your questions for We're last just week's Q&A people, show. You know? It was so much fun to, to hear all your questions, read them all, to hear them on voicemails. That was awesome. Again, call us on the queue line. But we had so much fun with them, and we're already getting a lot of emails and calls for the next Q&A show. So thank you for sending those in. We will answer them on the next Q&A show. Keep them coming. Yes, because this is something we really wanted the podcast to be from the very beginning is to be, uh, you know, back and forth, very communal, communal. Yeah. you know, it's, it's awesome. So we're having a blast and we hope you are too. And we really appreciate it. Yes. So now for the closing, Ryan. <laughs> now for the closing. Now, so, now we're good. Business is done. So don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes if you have not already. And so we'd love it if you spread the word for yes. podcasts. Yes. Spread it. Get it out there. Rate and review, but tell your friends on whatever way you want. You can call them. You can Skype them. You can send uh, an owl. You know, that's the thing about uh, 2016. There's a lot of ways there, to communicate with there people. There are a lot of ways to spread information. <laughs> for, some, for some things, that's a bad thing. But for us, it's yeah, a good thing. Can, it can be a good thing. It's, it's a good thing. But the ways that you can follow us are on Twitter, yes, at the QCast, at the QCast. on Facebook, at the QCast. You like how Sla- I made that uh, slash the QCast that transition yeah, there? That was solid, man. <laughs> Great. And one of my favorites, please call us. We love to hear you because Scott and I don't read good, so it's easier for us. That to is just- absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard us struggle, guys. So it's it's so it's so much fun. Or they to- haven't heard all the struggling that you cut out of the podcast. <laughs> I'm a good editor. <laughs> I pride myself. But honestly, it's just so cool to hear your voice. You have a voice and we want to hear it. It's fun. It's obviously fun to see what you guys have to type to us, but we want to hear your voice too. And like adorable Madeline did, she sent us her voice impersonation that crushed my heart because it was so precious. Guys, it's as simple as just picking up your phone. All you have to do is just give us a call at 209 Q09 Yeah. Boom. It's that easy. It's that easy. And by the way, that's Q-U-E-U-E in case, I don't know, in case in case. In case. <laughs> Ryan, where can we find you online? You can find me on Instagram at Disney Single Rider. You can also find me at my website, ryanmonette.com. R-Y-A-N-M-O-N-E-T-T-E. Not like the painter. It's Monet. Not Monet. Just setting that straight. Got that my whole life. Scott, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at oh yeah, Scott, or on Ooh. Twitter at just Scott Jones. Changing it up a bit. Changing it up. I like it. Yeah, and with that, we've reached the end of the queue. So it's time for you to hop on board, strap in, hang tight, and, and enjoy, enjoy the, the ride. ride. See you guys. Bye. Some podcast, huh?
Are we recalling? We're recalling? We're recording? Are we recalling? Ricola? Hey, it's March 21st, and this is episode number 10. You forgot the year. Oh, do we? Oh, yeah, we do the year. <laughs> okay. When a local pol- politician proposed that the... Cr- when a local... <laughs> yeah, and with that, we've reached the end of the queue. So... I forgot. <laughs> you forgot our ending tagline? I wrote How it. How can you do that? I wrote it. And oh I my gosh. It. I thought it would be cool if I start it, you know, and I throw yeah. it to you. Like, that's I cool. Think that was amazing. That's a cool thing, and you just ruined it. Scott, I just got a notification on my phone that we just crossed over 500 followers on Twitter. Really? Yeah. I think your personal account. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my personal account. <laughs> Right. I'm sorry, I just got it didn't say. I, I just got enough part out because I was like, we just jumped 300 <laughs> followers? What? Oh man, my snaps are really helping. Oh man. <laughs>